Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome back to Inside Arsenal. It is Sunday. We're a couple of days away from Arsenal returning to action against Nottingham Forest in the Premier League. I hope wherever you're watching or listening to this around the world, you're having a very, very good start. Well, end, sorry, to the weekend. Uh, what a dramatic Sunday it is as well if you're a cricket fan. I've just had to drag myself away from the TV. Ben Stokes has just done the most ridiculous run out India six down in Hyderabad it is one hell of a test match. And that's just following on from West Indies. Brilliant win over in Australia. Uh, brilliant from Joseph. Oh, just brilliant. Test cricket, you cannot beat it. And all the other formats of the game, as exciting as they are, test cricket, you cannot beat it. And uh, yeah, it's been a wonderful day for uh, for the long format of cricket. But look, this is inside Arsenal, of course. You don't want to hear me rattle on about cricket too much. So I will get on to footballing matters and... I'll spend quite a bit of time focusing on the game against Nottingham Forest in today's show. We'll look at who could start that game. Some of the big decisions facing Mikel Arteta, not least, who plays on the left-hand side of Arsenal attack. Will it attack? Will it be Gabriel Martinelli after his two goals off the bench against Crystal Palace, or will it be Leandro Trossard? Who's... Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible or anime yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on the anime effect listen every friday wherever you get your podcast and watch full video episodes on crunchyroll or on the crunchyroll youtube channel ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Scored himself in that game against Crystal Palace, having started the match. Just one of the decisions facing Mikel Arteta, so we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about um, the big news coming out of Spain, that Xavi's going to stand down from Barcelona manager as Barcelona manager at the end of the season. He announced that after last night's 5-3 defeat against Villarreal. There's been lots of chat about it, and now he's confirmed he is going to be leaving. That is no doubt going to lead to lots of speculation about who the next manager is going to be. And I'm pretty sure that we're going to see Mikel Arteta's name mentioned plenty when it comes to that. So we'll have a little discussion about that. Mikel Arteta's future. I've um, got some questions and comments from you guys as well. Okay, let's start by looking ahead to the game against Forrest. Um, 
on Tuesday. And there's quite a few decisions facing Mikel Arteta for this one in terms of who's going to start. I mean, we don't know the fitness um, and the well-being of all of the players. Like Gabriel obviously went off against Crystal Palace. How fit is he? Is he going to be available to start? He wasn't involved. He wasn't in the pitches from the training session at the Emirates on Friday. But as we know, there is a doubt over any player. They don't tend to make it into the pictures or the video. Um, Mikel Arteta is very, very hot on that because he doesn't want to give the opposition any sort of hint about who's going to be in the starting and lineup. So there is that. That I mean, if it's not going to be Gabriel, if he if he isn't fit, then you imagine it is a very easy decision. It's just going to be uh, Jakub Kivior coming in for him at um, in midfield. Declan Rice, we wait and see what's going on with Declan Rice. Hopefully, he's going to be fine um, after his injury or limping off in the game against. Palace. I think the big decision is certainly going to be on the left-hand side of the attack, and it's. I mean, it's a good decision for Mikel, really, when you look at it, um, because Gabriel Martinelli has obviously not been firing too much this season yet against Palace. He came off the bench, scored those two goals, lovely finishes as well. Yes, the defending was poor, but they were really nice finishes for both of them, and that's going to really sort of spark him into life. Take the goals out of it against Crystal Palace. I just thought that cameo he did when he came on was very, very good. He was very direct. He was causing them lots of problems getting in and around the danger area, which is what you want to see from Gabriel Martinelli. Um, and usually if you come off the bench, you score two goals, you're going to put yourself bang in the frame for a starting spot in the next game. But of course, Trossard started the game against Palace and scored himself in that game. And a really good finish it was from him as well. So it was perfect really for Mikel Arteta. Both his players are on this, who desperately needed goals, scored, got their confidence up. And now that sort of represents a challenge for Arteta. Who do you go for? in this game. I just feel, and this is just purely opinion, obviously, I just feel that you probably stick with Trossard. I think given he started, he was the one who had the shirt going into that Palace game and he scored. I think it's tough to take the shirt off him on that. And I also think when you look at potentially who could be more of a threat off the bench for the final half an hour, you know, I think if you're a Nottingham Forest defender, you probably would rather see Trossard coming on with half an hour to go. If you're, you know, if the game's tight, then you would if you saw Martinelli coming on. If, if you see Martinelli coming on, you're like, oh, God, this is going to be really, really tough because you know what he's going to do and how direct he's going to be and how fast he's going to be and how much he'll punish you if you leave any sort of space in behind him. Um, so, yeah, and I think we saw what Martinelli did against the Tyrone defence against Crystal Palace. So I think you probably stick with it and you stick with that three of of Trossard on the left and Saka and Jesus. I know a few of you have been getting in touch over the last few days when we're talking about potential starting lineups and lots of you have been saying play Gabriel Jesus out wide and then you can play Trossard as a striker and you could play Martinelli, you could rest Saka because Saka's not been in great form. There's been a lot, there are always different options and I'd love to get your views again. You know, send them in to me in the comments below now and I'll get, I'll drag a few of them up and put them in for tomorrow's show when we focus on this again and we look forward, we look ahead to the Nottingham Forest game. So let me know what you think in terms of the starting 11, not just Trossard or Martinelli, but anyone, uh, you know, what you want to see do. Thomas Partey coming back, we expect him to be involved. I highly doubt he starts his game, but uh, you never know. We'll wait and see if he if he does or not. But lots of good options for Mikel Arteta to have, which is a good thing at this stage of the season. Um, but yeah, Trossard Martinelli is going to be a really, really interesting one. I think, and like I said, I think probably he's going to end up going for Trossard and bring Martinelli off the bench again if needs be. Um, but we shall wait and see and let me know what you're thinking in the comments below. Just focusing a little bit on Martinelli now. He's had a difficult season, no doubt about that. There's been lots of spotlight on him and you hope that what happened against Crystal Palace is really going to be the spark that he needed. Um, 
to kick on, certainly in the Premier League. Look, in the Champions League, like all of Arsenal's attackers, in the Champions League, he's looked very, very good and he's had lots and lots of joy. He's scored goals and looked a real threat in all of those games. But certainly in the Premier League, he has struggled a little bit. Um, there is an argument, you know, do you want to get Martinelli closer to the goal rather than hugging the touchline? And that argument's always going to sort of raise its head when he's not producing what he was producing last season. But I think, you know, when he was playing as well as he did last season and scoring those goals that he was last season, and there was no real conversation then around about where, you know, should Martinelli be playing closer to the goal? Should you be moving him into the central striker? It's just a conversation that comes about because he's struggling for form right now. Um, personally, I, you know, I think, I think I'd like to see Gabriel Martinelli out wide. I, I, I get the argument about him being um, closer to the goal at times and he can finish. And But I just, for me, I just feel he's more of a, he's a proper winger. Now a left, a left winger, he comes inside and gets his shots away. I'm not sure... I see him, his strongest suit playing as a central striker. But, um, you know, I think this is a big month for Gabriel Martinelli coming off the back of that Crystal Palace game, getting his confidence level up. If he can really sort of kick on from here and get himself on a little run, then it's going to be a massive boost for Arsenal. I look back to last season when he had this little dip in form around the same sort of time, maybe a little bit later on in the season, but he lost his place to Trossard. Trossard obviously came in in January, made a big impact early on. And he forced his way past Martinelli in the pecking order, didn't he? And then we went to the game against Aston Villa away at Villa Park. Trossard started that game. Martinelli was on the bench. Martinelli ended up coming on, scoring the goal right at the end to make it 4-2 in that game. Got himself back in the team and then really kicked on over the second half of the season. Started scoring goals on a really, really regular basis. And I'm hoping that what we saw against Crystal Palace last time out is a catalyst for something very, very similar this time around because he's not a bad player. He hasn't lost He hasn't lost what he did last season. He's just had a bit of a struggling for confidence type moment over the last few months when it comes to the Premier League. And sometimes as a striker, even if you're a very, very good, if sorry, as an attacker, even if you're at the top of your game, you need something really to spark you into life. And I'm hoping that's going to be the case. And, you know, if he does start on the bench against Nottingham Forest, then hopefully he can come on and make an impact. If he does force his way into the starting 11, we'll wait and see what McKenna Arteta does, then hopefully he can really take what he did against Crystal Palace and kick on from there. You kind of saw, I thought anyway, in the celebrations against Palace, especially after the first goal anyway, just a sense of relief from Martinelli. You could kind of see it in his facial expressions and in his um, body language as he was celebrating that goal. He knew it was a really important moment for him. and I really hope it is the moment that really sort of kicks on over the second half of the season. Gabriel, of course, we've talked about when it comes to the latest team news against Nottingham Forest. We'll wait and see if Mikel Arteta is playing a bit of mind games when it comes to the pictures and the videos that we've seen from um, release from training on Friday. Hopefully it's nothing too bad. I mean, it'd be awful if Gabriel was out for a while. Um, you know, we know we saw the impact it had when Saliba was out for a long time in the second half of last season that that had. And Gabriel, as much as Saliba takes a lot of the headlines, he's just such a fabulous player, Gabriel, and Arsenal need him and they need that centre-back partnership of Saliba and Gabriel to be the mainstay over the second half of the season. You know, I'd have no real issue if he doesn't miss out this week on Tuesday night. Sorry, I'd have no real issue with Kivior stepping in. I think Kivior's a good player. I think he's a really talented young defender who I do like the look of. Obviously, he's struggled at times when he's been playing left back, but that's no surprise. He's a centre-back playing out of position. But I think at centre-back alongside Saliba, I think that's still a pretty solid partnership for Arsenal. But long-term, you don't want it to be that to be going over sort of four, five, six, seven games. You want Gabriel back in the team as quickly as possible. And fingers crossed that will be the case this weekend. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? 
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it yet, um, go and watch Xavi's press conference after the game against Villarreal yesterday for Barcelona where he announces he's going to stand down at the end of the season. There's been lots of scrutiny about Xavi's job and Barcelona's form this season. Um, sort of by the week, it's been getting bigger and bigger. And um, I think he's just decided to sort of take things into his own hands yesterday. He said after the game, he's going to be leaving at the end of the season, kind of following on from Jurgen Klopp's shock announcement. Although this one's certainly not as much of a shock as Jurgen Klopp. Um, as I said, Barcelona have been struggling a little bit this season. There's been lots of pressure increasing on Xavi and he's now taken that decision to leave at the end of the season. And what that is definitely going to do, I've already seen it this morning, is link Mikel Arteta with the... Barcelona job obviously he's a Barcelona boy he came through the academy well, he's not a Barcelona boy that's wrong he's a he's a, from San Sebastian but um you know he he went over to Barcelona at a young age came through uh, La Masia um never played for the first team only played for the B team but you know he has Barcelona in his blood obviously and that it's going to be a very very easy link and I've already seen that link happening so far this season now Arteta's contract's up at 20 in 20 the end of 24 25 season so he's still got you know 18 months left on that deal. I do expect he'll stay at Arsenal. I do expect him to sign a new contract. I know there's been whispers at the moment that something's very, very close. We'll wait and see on that. Um, I can't imagine we'll go through till maybe we will go through till the end of the season um before it being decided. But you know, Arsenal are going to be on top of it. They're not going to want Mikel Arteta to go. I don't think Mikel Arteta's yet at the stage where he'll be looking to move on and try, try something new because he hasn't achieved what he wants to achieve at Arsenal yet. You know, he wants to win a big trophy at Arsenal. He wants to win one of the major ones. He wants to get, he wants to bring the Premier League back um, to Arsenal. So I don't envisage Arteta walking away just yet. It will happen at some point. Of course it will. Um, or, you know, if, if results nose dive, then the club might you know take a decision themselves. That's the way it works when it, it comes to manager. That's certainly not going to happen at the moment. Arsenal are very, very happy with Mikel Arteta and he's very happy with Arsenal. But, I would, yeah, I would just prepare yourselves. I think there's going to be lots and lots of talk about Barcelona moving for Arteta. There'll be talk, you know, he's on the shortlist. Wait and see. There'll be plenty of other names on the shortlist as well. I'm sure Jurgen Klopp will probably be on that shortlist, even though he said that he's definitely going to take a break out of the game for now. But you'd imagine if you're Barcelona and Jurgen Klopp's available, you're on the phone to him saying, yeah, Jurgen, are you, are you sure you want to have a little break? Do you want to come and manage here at the uh, new Camp? It will certainly be a call they'll be making, but we'll wait and see. But yeah. Arteta, that's going to happen, no doubt about it. Prepare yourselves. There's going to be lots of stories, lots of links. I'm sure Arteta will probably be asked about it in press conferences and things like that. So we'll wait and see how it all pans out. But you know, I don't think there's anything to worry about at the moment. If you're a Mikel Arteta fan, I know plenty of you aren't a Mikel Arteta fan, so maybe it's something you'd want to see. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Just waiting, uh, waiting for all the speculation to happen. Um, but my personal opinion on this is I fully expect Mikel Arteta to sign a new contract and to, to stay at Arsenal for a beyond 2025 let me know what you think in the comments below arteta 
to Barcelona. What are your thoughts? Stay at all costs or would you not mind if uh, they came knocking and he ended up going there? Let me know in the comments below. Okay, moving on to some questions and comments. This, most of these, well, I think all of these actually kind of in response to what I was talking about yesterday and Jurgen Klopp, the big shock news that he's going to be leaving Liverpool at the end of the season. I spoke yesterday quite glowing terms about Klopp, who's a manager I do very much respect in terms of what he's done on the pitch for Liverpool, but also what he's done off the pitch and the kind of the kind of guy he is, the values he has. Uh, Rakesh here is in touch, says that's a fair assessment of Klopp. I'm an Arsenal fan, not from England, so my appreciation for the team came from emotion, style of play, the hunger in a team. Hence, I was really interested in watching Liverpool play. Klopp has been exceptional for the EPL. We'll miss you, Klopp. Yep, can't disagree. He's certainly going to be a big miss for the Premier League. Um, as an Arsenal fan, I'm happy he's going, <laughs> put it that way. And I think that's probably the biggest compliment you can play. You can pay him. Uh, as an Arsenal fan, I'm delighted that he's going. And I think that Liverpool are going to be far, far weaker for it when he goes because he's that good a manager. Remember when he was at Dortmund, I was desperate for him to become Arsenal manager and replace Arsene Wenger at the time. Didn't happen. I feel that felt like that was a big missed opportunity at the time. Wenger stayed too long and that chance disappeared. Um, and in another parallel universe, it would have been fantastic to see Klopp as manager of Arsenal. But of course, he went at Liverpool and uh, and success happened there. But I think he's definitely going to be missed. And um, yeah, certainly Premier League is a, is a big, big loss. Uh, here's one from uh, Rafinas. I think that this says, Hey Charles, thanks for your videos and updates. With Klopp leaving Liverpool, if Alexander-Arnold was available and hoping to move to either Arsenal, City or Real Madrid, do you think we should pay whatever price to get him? Uh, yes. <laughs> Put it simply, yes. I would have Trent Alexander-Arnold all day in this Arsenal team stroke squad. I think it'd be, so, it'd be impossible to turn down. Any manager would want Trent because of what he produces. Yes, there are downsides to his game. Yes, defensively, he's not the greatest right back there is but the positives far out far outweigh the negatives when it comes to him when you get the numbers he does when he set up the goals he can he does when he scores the goals he can um you know he can play in midfield as we've seen for England and for Liverpool just a fabulous footballer yes and any manager in the world would want him in a team and I certainly as an Arsenal fan would want him in the uh as an Arsenal player but it's just not going to happen. I don't even think just necessarily Klopp going means that Trent would leave Liverpool either. You know, Trent's a Liverpool lad. I think he'll stay. I think there'll be some big decisions to make for some players at Liverpool who are coming to the end of their contracts. Mo Salah for one, with Klopp leaving. They'll want to see who the next manager is who comes in, of course. But I think Trent is so sort of glued to that club emotionally that I can't imagine he'll be one of them. Burkamp 48 says, benefit. And this is in response to me saying there could well be benefits for Arsenal come uh, with, with Klopp leaving. Um and I didn't just mention long-term, but short-term as well for this season. Benefit, I see Liverpool players putting their foot to the floor to win the title for Klopp as a parting gift. Next year, perhaps to our advantage, but this year I see it as if needed further motivation for Liverpool, which I can absolutely understand that argument. But as Bernard Sampson below says, Charles, I remember Kenny Dalglish stepping down at Liverpool in 91. That seemed to help Arsenal. We won the league by seven points, even with the two-point deduction. What a disgrace that two-point deduction was, by the way. Uh, Klopp's decision to announce this may implode Liverpool. And that's kind of what I was getting at. Look, we'll wait and see. Obviously, the proof's going to be in the pudding. We'll see how this all pans out for Liverpool over the next few months or so. And what you say, Burkamp 48, could well be the case. You know, they'll get on this emotional roller coaster. They'll want to win it for Klopp. The whole club will come together and they could go on and win it. And it's a be, be the perfect goodbye for them, for Klopp. But... It could work the other way. All that emotion could become too much. It could sort of take over things and it could lead to it, it kind of all over spilling. As Bernard Sampson suggests, it could happen. We've seen it. I remember when Ferguson announced he was initially leaving United, they really, really struggled, didn't they? Um, and, you know, Kenny Dalglish, prime example there for when he left Liverpool in 1991. So it could work both ways. Ultimately, we're just going to have to wait and see how it goes. But I think 
there could be a benefit for this season for Arsenal. We shall wait and see. Anyway, that's about it from me, everyone. Do enjoy the rest of your weekend, wherever you're watching or listening to this around the world. I'll be back tomorrow. Just one day to go then until Arsenal return to Premier League action against Nottingham Forest. Looking forward to that one. Have a good end to your weekend, everyone. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.